Season 2, Episode 4, Pain No More. Welcome back to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandra Vivanco. Thank you for joining me today. Make sure to subscribe. New episodes are available every Monday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I have mentioned before that the relationship with my parents has always been distant. Life at home was full of rules and regulations where our bond, according to my experience, was full of impositions and lacked love. Although somehow it was understood that both of them loved me because their sacrifice for my material well-being was a clear indicator of it. But when we are kids, we need to feel that we have a strong emotional connection with our parents first before anything else. We do not need to think about the relationship. We need to feel it. Parents can have the best intentions at heart, but it is the way they carry and act those intentions out that will make a difference in our lives. What they intend for us to receive and what we get can be two completely different experiences. This defines the type of relationship we will have with ourselves and others. When it comes to women, our inner child will look in other men for the fatherly love they never received. And the relationship we will have with ourselves, our identity and self-image, will be defined by the relationship we had with our mother. But what happens when both relationships are broken? As you know, I became attached to food at a young age, but I never knew when or how it started. I just accepted it as a part of my life. I am aware now that at some point I started to use food as a way to soothe my self-image issues. Since I felt rejected everywhere, food gave me the company I needed, and I felt it could not judge me. As I have stated before, my whole life I've been fat. I've always struggled with my weight. I've never known any different. I was brought up in a home where my mom was the one who controlled what we ate and what was allowed in the kitchen. She was very diet-oriented and was obsessed with the way she looked. She never dealt with being overweight like me because she had extremely strict eating habits. But indirectly, she had to deal with the issue because her daughter was obese. I embodied everything she despised. As a result, the subject of food was surrounded by fear and restrictions. Over time, she took it upon herself to make sure I lost weight fast. Somehow, she had internalized that me being fat meant that she was failing as a mother. She had a clear idea of what daughter she wanted to have, and unfortunately, I didn't meet those expectations. So she was on a quest to fix me. We want to belong and be a part of society. We look for that group of people that we feel we have something in common with, share our life experience, and feel understood. Some of us pull back from those experiences because we seem to not find our place in the world. We become loners. Unconsciously, we may feel that there is something wrong with us. We are in a never-ending search to find a community that can give us a sense of family, especially if we come from a broken home. This becomes one of the many burdens we carry in our lives. 
Remember, the first group where we socialize is with our family. These interactions define us. Our parents are the figures we want to emulate and follow. They are the example of our adult life. They are our guides and teachers. Our siblings help us develop our socializing skills. They are there to teach us how to behave around our peers. These people are the foundation of our identity. Whatever we learned during the years we lived at home will stay with us forever. They are the behavioral blueprint in our lives. It was tough to go shopping with my mom. She wanted that type of mother-daughter bonding time where we could dress the same and have familiar fashion styles. But I failed to meet her expectations because nothing would fit me. I hated going on these painful shopping trips, but deep down, I did want to spend time with her. I knew she loved it, so I wanted to be a part of it. Unfortunately, they all ended the same way. I would be upset and crying while she would shame me for my looks and complain about my eating habits. As you can see, I learned from a young age to shame myself when I didn't fit in clothes or met other people's expectations of how I was supposed to look. Needless to say, the relationship between my mother and me stood on a broken, faulty foundation that every time she attempted to build something on top of it, it would break even more, creating multiple wounds that I would carry for the rest of my life. The way we are treated at home is the way we will treat ourselves and others. The bullied will become the bully. It is only a matter of time. It is a never-ending cycle of pain that is perpetuated because we have not been given a loving alternative. And we come from a painful place, not a hateful one. Deep down, we want what we never had. We are just missing the tools to get it. So when push comes to shove and we do not get what we want, we push back with what we know, with our instincts and end up on square one. Hurt and alone. My mother's quest for me to lose weight was motivated by fear. She feared that if I did not lose weight, I was going to suffer in life. It was going to be more difficult to fit in society. And she was not wrong. The problem was that the only way she knew how to help me achieve her goal was to control what I ate, be vigilant, and insult me every day in hopes to make me wake up and start living a healthier lifestyle. She thought that eventually, one day, everything she had said to me would click and I would finally understand that I needed to lose weight. I learned her logic years later during therapy. Her heart was in the right place, but she did not have the skills to help me. She was lacking the tools needed to effectively enact positive change in my life. She blindly took on this mission and did what she knew was effective for her to shame and punish until getting the desired results. For more than 20 years of my life, I was left broken asking myself, why doesn't my mother love me? I internalized that in order for my mom to validate my worth and love me, I had to look a certain way. I was being asked to diet and lose weight fast, but I was never taught how to properly eat. Once again, the results were more important than the journey itself. In that mission, my emotional and mental wellness were affected tremendously. 
I was just like her, working from the outside in. I learned that skinny meant healthy and nothing else was accepted. In the end, I had inherited her fear, obsession, and restriction with food, and that is how I lived my life regardless of how unhappy I was. We do not know how deep our home life affects us until we are older and may become aware of the behavioral patterns we inherited. We are resistant to accept that we are doing to ourselves and others what was done to us. In our minds, we want to be different and better, but we do not know better. And we may fall into the trap of justifying our actions because we are well aware of our intentions, which may seem for the greater good, but we fail to see that our parents operated under the same good intentions umbrella. In the end, we become a modern representation of the same old toxic patterns. Our mother-daughter relationship was strained since I can remember. So it was time for me to clear the air and set the tone for our new relationship with a new foundation full of love. Just like with my father, after 29 years, I was able to meet the woman behind the mother role for the first time. I connected with her on a grown woman level. When she became a mother, she had no one to help her. As the oldest in her family of six siblings, she was the one from a young age that took care of everyone but herself. Her relationship with her mother was as strained as ours and she didn't even notice. My grandma, whom I loved very much, was a free-spirited woman who had no idea how to take care of herself either. So my mom filled that void and took everyone's burden in the house to keep the peace and balance. I learned that she was emotionally stuck at 12 years old but dealing with adult problems. She was never taught how to communicate her needs or her issues. The hard punitive culture in her household taught her to always be in line and quiet. If you do as you are told, you will be materially rewarded. Otherwise, you will be punished. Well, that is what she brought into our house. My mom had to endure an abusive marriage far away from her family. She was alone in the city with a husband and two kids. She had not been prepared for this life, but I understood that she did the best she could with what she had. Life back then was about solving problems fast and keeping the balance, not about self-reflection. The pressure, stress, and pain were too heavy on her heart, and she didn't even know it. I finally understood the foundation she was standing on. I knew that she was not a bad person. Just because she acted a certain way, it didn't mean she was coming from a hateful place, although it may have felt that way. She was coming from a broken place where a lot of people had put many expectations on her. The silence and martyr culture taught her not to express herself and endure the pain because there was going to be a bigger and better reward in her older years. Her kids' professional achievements. She has always had the best intentions at heart, and she wanted to always be there to help others. But just as my father, she failed in that mission, and at times, she did more damage than good. Our parents love us. That is an undisputed fact. But just like us, they may not know how to express themselves in a way that we will receive the love they feel for us. Whatever pain we may have endured during our childhood at the hands of our parents, it is not the way they intended for our life to be at home. 
People who are living in pain will give what they have, pain. This is how cycles are repeated, because some of us do not know any different. Having ideas of what we want our lives to be without living in the awareness of who we are is a contradiction that we find ourselves in and we end up repeating what we did not want in our adult life. That is why it is important to go back to our source, our parents. When we learn about their life, we learn about ourselves. At 30 years old, I was able to break the mother-daughter toxic relationship cycle. I knew that her intention was to give us the best she could and set us up for success. She had been rooting for us all along. We just missed that. Now it was time to give her what she never received. The love and recognition she deserved because, regardless of her mistakes, she really is a wonderful, caring woman who will help anyone in need. I acknowledged her pain and her efforts in making the best out of the traumatic situation at home. Forgiving us what she had, good and bad. It was now up to us to make with it what we wished. I told her that I was proud of her because, just like me, she was standing on infertile soil, but she pushed through and survived. I had never told her, but I made sure to apologize for all the things I did out of pain. She did not deserve it. She had so much on her plate, just like my father, and I recognized that I created a lot of stress in their lives. In that moment, she cried. I knew my message was not being received by her brain, but her heart. That is all she ever wanted. That is all she needed. The pain she endured was worth it because she felt the love of her kids. She felt deep down that that was her biggest reward. The walls were coming down, and in that moment, for the first time, I told her I loved her. Remind the people that were with you every step of the way that you love them and acknowledge their efforts by telling them that you recognize how hard it must have been, but you appreciate everything they have given you. It is not easy. It has never been easy. Let us return the love in a way that they can feel it, hear it, and know it. Thank you so much for sticking through the end. I appreciate the support. If you feel like sharing a part of your story with me or any new discoveries you have made so far, feel free to leave me a voice message through the Anchor website. Visit my website, alejandrovivanco.com, for more information. And with that, I say, till next time. Bye.